Hey there, friend, and welcome to the Live by Design podcast. I'm your host, Kate House. As you can probably tell from the sound of my voice, talking is a struggle today. Both of my boys started school this fall, and for us, that has meant building our immune systems, aka we are catching every cold known to man. Luckily, it is not the flu, it is not COVID, it's not strep, it's just some sort of cold that likes to take my voice away. (laughs) So in the interest of protecting my vocal cords and being ready to record some insanely incredible episodes that we have coming up with some superb guests. And I'm really excited to record a mini series for you on overwhelm because that's something that we heard a lot from our summit community this last October is something that a lot of us are struggling with. So lots of great things on the horizon, but to protect my voice um, and allow me to record those episodes for you, I'm going to take this week and possibly next week to share with you some of our top listened to episodes from the Empowered Self Summit. Now the summit was hosted earlier this month in October of 2023, and I will be sharing with you some of the episodes that just really resonated with our summit audience. And friend, if you really enjoy this conversation, which I know you will because our summit speakers are amazing. You can still tune into the free summit podcast feed. All you have to do is visit empoweredselfsummit.com and that will take you over to the free registration page where you will get four days of free access to the summit podcast feed. So you can listen to this episode again, but you can also listen to over 20 other episodes that are waiting in there for you. Um, So friend, I hope that you enjoy these conversations. I am very excited to bring them to your earbuds. Thank you to everyone who joined us at the Empowered Self Summit Live. And again, if you haven't joined yet, you absolutely still can. The summit is available to listen to. Um, It was an incredible experience, super impactful and a really wonderful way to just get the education and the support to end the year strong, um, to do it via totally doable, guilt-free self-care practices and to start 2024 feeling energized and focused and just ready to take on the new year from a place of abundance and empowerment. All right, sweet friends, I'm going to stop talking and protect my voice, but I cannot wait to be in your earbuds with some fresh new episodes soon. And in the meantime, we have the Empowered Self Summit to keep you company. Take care. Welcome to the Empowered Self Summit, your place to end the year strong with energy, intention, and focus via totally doable, guilt-free self-care practices. I'm your host, Kate House, and I couldn't be more thrilled to embark on this intentional living journey with you. If you're ready to nurture your mind, energize your body, and awaken your soul, then you're in the right place. As a behavior change specialist, health coach, certified yoga instructor, and a top 3% global podcaster, I'm perfectly poised to support you this week and beyond. And here's the best part. We've brought together 16 truly incredible world-class speakers to support, teach, and inspire you to take aligned action starting right away. Together, we'll explore guilt-free self-care practices that support you in ending the year strong and starting the next ready to hit the ground running. So what do you say? Let's lean into the practices that support us becoming our most vibrant and empowered selves together. Hey, Anna, welcome to the Empowered Self Summit. I am thrilled to have you here today. Hey, Kate. 
Thank you so much. The pleasure is all mine. Any chance I get to hang out with you, I know it's going to be a good time. Oh my gosh. I feel the same way. I was looking ahead this morning. I mean, you're a time management coach and expert. And I was looking ahead at what I had scheduled and I was like, oh my gosh, I get to talk to Anna today. It's going to be the best day ever. (laughs) So for anyone who's tuning in and they aren't familiar yet with you and the incredible work that you do, can you tell us about all the ways you show up and serve and share in this world? So as Kate said, I am a time management coach, and I'm also the host of It's About Time, which is my podcast, uh, sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I should be right around the 200 episode mark whenever this summit goes live, which absolutely blows my mind. Um, And I just published my first book, and I'm saying first because I would love for there to be more, Uh, published my first book in June called uh, Time Management essentials, the tools you need to maximize your attention, energy, and productivity. Um, And in addition to working with time management coaching clients one-on-one and in my It's About Time Academy, I also love speaking and giving live workshops. There is just nothing that makes my heart sing more than connecting with people in real life, talking, sharing ideas. Um, And so I just absolutely love speaking and spending time with people in real life. Oh, I love that so much. You have such a vibrance about you. Like you just exude this joy and this enthusiasm. It's like contagious. Every time we talk, I come off the call, like vibrating with excitement. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I am so excited to really just dive into your area of expertise today. And I know that we are dropping your episode on day one. So day one is all about focusing on our mind. And I feel like when we talk about mind, we have to talk about time management, because if we're not managing our time well, I feel like at least when I don't manage my time well, my mind turns into like gobbledygook (laughs) and I'm like being reactive instead of proactive. And I just feel kind of stressed and anxious. And so First, I'd love to just start this conversation around if you were to give a definition to time management or why it's something that we should really pour some intention and time into, um, what would you say? Gosh. So when it comes down to it, time management is the decisions that we make about how we spend our time. Every single thing in life from our personal lives, our career, our passions, our business, our family, every single thing touches time management mm-hmm. because every single moment of our day is a either a is a decision about how we spend our time. And by not making a decision, you are inadvertently living in a default in how you spend your time. And we have a choice. And not only do we have a choice, but we all have a finite amount of time that we're working with here. We, you know, we want to make every moment count while also recognizing that we aren't promised tomorrow. We want to plan for the future, but we want to live in the moment. And time management as stodgy and um, you know, rigid as some people may think of it, it all comes down to decisions about how we spend our time. Oh, I love that so much. And it's such a great reminder that we have more agency in our Mm -hmm. lives than maybe we give ourselves enough credit for, um, this idea that we can, 
We can live by design and not by default. And I love this approach that time management is a way to help us be really purposeful. And what's that saying? How you spend your day is how you spend your life. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like, you know, taking ownership of our day is like the first step. And I'm curious in the context of the Empowered Self Summit, all about ending the year strong and intentionally and getting to step into the new year with uh, focus and with just this enthusiasm, because I don't know about you, but I've definitely gone through the holiday season saying yes to everything. And then (laughs) I make it to January 1st and I'm like, I'm exhausted. And like, I feel like I just need like a month to like catch up on sleep and energy before I can even think about the goals I want to set for the new year. Um, What is an approach that you take just kind of before we dive into this, this larger topic, what is an approach that you take that you find helpful as you navigate the holiday season in terms of your time? Yeah. Okay. So the holidays are one of the just wackiest, but also (laughs) some of the most fulfilling times of the year because we hopefully are surrounded by family and friends and there's events and there's fellowship and people are coming together. But we also, especially as women, carry a lot of the invisible load surrounding holiday planning from buying gifts and creating the Christmas budget and, um, wrapping gifts and Mm -hmm. prepping for events. And there's so much. And so just a, you know, a helpful tip, you know, I hate calling them tips and tricks because that sounds so cheesy, but just a (laughs) helpful tip around the holidays is to go into the holidays with a vision of Mm -hmm. how you want to feel. Do you want your holiday season to feel um, peaceful Mm -hmm. and warm Do you want your holiday season to feel energetic and uh, vibrant and uh, relational? You know, what do you want your holiday season to feel like? And then work backwards from there. Mm -hmm. If you want a holiday season that feels peaceful and warm, it might not make sense to say yes to volunteering for every single Christmas party hosting opportunity that comes your way. But until you have a vision, of what you want the holidays to look and feel like, it's just going to be a lot easier to say yes to everything. And Mm. so just like when we're planning our year, when it comes to the holidays, start with a vision. What do you want the experience to feel like? And how can you make decisions that will culminate with that experience? Mm, I love this connection between vision and decision-making because sometimes I find it can be so easy easy for us to fall into either defaulting to just saying yes to everything or getting like decision fatigue. And we're like, mm-hmm. do I, do I, don't I, I don't know. And then, you know, it's the night before and you're like, am I going to cancel? Am I not going to show, you know, yeah. and you just, and so then conflicted. in the mean, exactly. And in the meantime, you're using so much energy mulling mm-hmm. over it and it hangs over your head and you're not able to enjoy everything else that's going on. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. And I really appreciate too, that you address this invisible load. I feel like we could do an entire other podcast conversation on that, especially for us women. So much of that invisible load falls to our shoulders, but I'm so curious to hear what is like, what is the biggest, biggest positive in creating a vision for ourselves? Like, why do we need to take the time to do that? Because so many of us feel like our time is already stretched so thin. And now we're like, let's create a vision. And we're like, but with what time? But I'd imagine we might actually save ourselves a little bit of time. So what is, what's the why behind the vision? Oh my goodness. So you would probably not leave on a road trip 
without a destination. Mm-hmm. You're probably not just going to get in the car and start driving with no clear direction. You know, it reminds me of Alice in Wonderland when Mm -hmm. Alice is kind of wandering around and she runs into the Cheshire cat and she comes to like a fork in the road and she asks the Cheshire cat, well, which way should I go? And he says, well, where are you going? In so many words. And she responds and says, well, I don't, I don't know where I'm going. And then he says, well, then it doesn't really matter which way that you go. And that's what happens when we don't have a vision, when we don't have either a destination in mind or an idea or a goal or Mm. something that we are driven towards, we end up just kind of wandering aimlessly. And this is how we get stuck in that default pattern Mm. of just living day to day, crossing off one to-do list item to the next. Mm. And this is the hamster wheel that people talk about getting stuck on that I'm moving and I'm moving through my days, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm not growing in my career. I am not growing in my relationships. I'm not growing as a person. I'm just kind of stalled out. And the times in my life personally that I have felt the most flustered, the most struggle, the most lost, Mm -hmm. I realized it's because at that time in my life, I wasn't working toward a goal. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a vision. I had just, um, I, I, I got my dream job when I was 25 years old and it was one of the best and worst things that ever could have happened to me. Because here I was 25 years old as the communications director to the Lieutenant governor of Louisiana, a job that I hoped I would have near the end of my career. You know, that was one of those aspirational things to be communications director for a statewide elected official. And there I was at 25 and I was, I had no idea what, what was next? Like, what do you, what do you do after that? And a lot of my just floundering, I I recognize happened during that time because I didn't have a vision for what was next. Yeah. And I feel like that can happen so easily. And it's not like there's this moment where we're like, oh, I'm defaulting or like, oh, I don't have a vision. It's like we have to move. Sometimes we move through the experience of it and we realize in hindsight that there wasn't a vision. And so I love this kind of flipping the scenario on its head and taking that proactive approach. So what, um, when we talk about a vision, it feels kind of intangible, right? It's like, well, what is a vision, right? Like I'm thinking of my Mm -hmm. science-minded husband who's like, but what's the, you know, how do we do this? Right. Um, so what, what kind of vision look like? Like what, if you were to explain it, um, what would you say? Oh, that's so fun. Um, and I will (laughs) say that back, back during that time when I was floundering, I wasn't, I certainly wasn't waking up each morning and say, gosh, I don't have a vision. That's why my life is is in shambles. (laughs) It wasn't in shambles, but you're right. It is that hindsight where it's Mm -hmm. like something is wrong. I don't know what's wrong. How do I figure out what's wrong so I can fix it? Yeah. And that's when it comes to, oh, something is wrong. I'm not working towards something. I need a, I need a plan. I need a goal. So what does it look like to create a vision? Because then, you know, it does, it sounds big. It sounds intimidating. Mm -hmm. Am I going to have to go on a vision quest or a silent retreat? Do I have to sit on a mountain to find my vision? (laughs) You certainly can, and I would love you to do that. Uh, as they say, uh, love that journey for you. Yeah. But it's it's not it's not necessary. And the cool thing is, is that 
our, I say like our purpose is a combination of our vision and values. And those things already live inside of us. It's just Mm -hmm. creating the space to, to extract it, to let it Mm -hmm. come out, to put it into words. And so daydreaming is where we start. We start with daydreaming. We start with brainstorming. Um, and so, you know, in addition to being a time management coach, I'm also a certified Myers-Briggs practitioner. And so I love diving into all of our different personality preferences. And I know that there is a group of people who love just brainstorming and mind mapping and connecting all of the dots and just really getting, digging in and getting messy and whiteboarding. But then there's a set of us who really prefers a more step-by-step method. Mm -hmm. And so if you're someone who, when I'd say, start brainstorming, you instantly start sweating. Instead, (laughs) I encourage you to make a list, a list of 100 dreams. Mm -hmm. And this is an exercise that I discovered in Laura Vanderkam's book, 168 Hours. She Mm -hmm. shared that she learned it from a career coach. So shout out to the career coach. Um, And it essentially is sitting down and challenging yourself to write down 100 things that you would like to do in your lifetime. Mm. And the great thing about it being 100 instead of 50 or 25 or five is that you have to be specific. You can't just put travel more because then you've (laughs) got like, you know, 97 more things to write. It causes you to be specific. Okay. Where do I want to travel? Do I want to go to Paris? Do I Mm. want to visit the Australian outback? You know, do I want to one day see a Broadway play? Do I, you know, what are really like, let yourself just go, let it fly and put it in a list form and number them because that, that can help give you a little bit of that structure to think about. And the, what you'll notice as you start racking up your list of 100 is that you're going to have themes that start Mm -hmm. to emerge. I like to call these dream themes because Mm -hmm. we're taking our list of 100 dreams and we're beginning to notice patterns. Maybe you notice that um, you want to start artistic pursuits that you've always wanted to learn how to throw pottery or cross stitch. Maybe you recognize that you are just dying to do, you know, European travel. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to read all of the classics, you know, you start to see these themes emerge. And this is how we begin taking those ideas and in crystallizing them just a little bit more, making them a little bit more specific and turning them into something that we can can picture and think of. And so once you've got your dream themes, you know, our next step is really to um put some put some time frames in it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can think about what kind of 80-year vision you want for yourself, sure. And you can think about, okay, you know, I'm I'm sitting on my rocking chair when I'm 80 years old and I'm reflecting on a life well lived with my husband or my children. What stories are you telling? Mm-hmm. Are you telling stories about adventure? Are you sharing about the time that you, you know, climbed the Rockies or like visited Yellowstone? Are you (laughs) telling stories about um, this amazing speech that you gave at this really meaningful organization? Or are you telling stories about scrolling Instagram or Mm. that time that TikTok became a thing? You know, (laughs) remember we're 80 in this situation. (laughs) And and so that can really begin to to get you thinking like, oh, wow, in this big 80-year vision, if I am given that amount of time, how do I want to spend it? Because you are in the driver's seat. And if 80 years feels too big and too scary, knock it back to one year Mm. and just ask yourself the same question. If I am killing it 
a year from now, if I am living my best life and proud of everything that I have going on, what would make that true? What would I have accomplished in this past year um, that would that would make me feel like I'm I'm killing it? And so that is especially helpful in creating that short that shorter term one year vision that can really shape how you spend your time and the decisions that you make going into a year. Yeah. And it seems like having the, I love this idea of like a hundred dreams. I'm already like, I'm listening to you. And like one small part of my brain is like, oh, what would I put on my list? <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope it's making you think of fun stuff like this. Yeah. And, and I love how it makes decision-making easier. It seems because you're able to kind of sift your decisions through the lens of, okay, well, what are these dreams and what are the some of the through lines that I'm noticing these different um, things that are repeated over and over again. I'm curious, what are some of the things that you find the topics that came up for you over and over again, that feel like a a real focus for you and how you spend your time? Oh goodness. Gosh. So when I think of my list of 100 dreams and my dream themes, I have a lot of professional goals. Yeah. You know, I recently wrote like my wrote and published my first book. That was a huge dream of mine. Yeah. Um that I actually began um I don't know how to, the right words for it, but I actually began focusing on that several years ago. You know, there's one really awesome vision exercise that involves writing down 10 things, and it can be any number, uh, 10 things that you hope to accomplish. And you write them as if you have already accomplished Mm -hmm. them. So it reads, I wrote a book, Mm -hmm. or I launched a group coaching program, or I spoke to a 1000 people. Um, And you, you write these down every day, but as you're beginning your day to reinforce what that vision is that you have for yourself. And when you write these things down, these statements, as if you have already done them, our brains for all of their power and decision-making and our intelligence, sometimes our brains don't know the difference between what's real and what's not. Mm. And so when we repeat to ourselves, I wrote a book, our brains begin to believe that we wrote a book and it's not like lying to yourself, but it trains your brain to make decisions as Mm -hmm. if you have accomplished this Mm -hmm. thing. And it, and it it helps you focus your decision-making on those, those 10, whatever it is, those things that you've set out to do. Um, Things like, I remember some of the things on my list and I actually have it handy. I am an exceptional wife and mom was one of them. You know, that's not something that you can cross off of your list. But when you say every day, I am an exceptional wife and mom, it 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 subconsciously helps you make decisions and show up in a way that makes it true. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that you know, going back to the, the dream themes that I have, writing and publishing books was one and just sharing sharing ideas that helps that help make people's lives better and easier and more enjoyable. I dream of traveling with my children, um, speaking in, you know, amazing locations and having them come to. So that that's something that I picture for myself is having the ability to to do that, to expose them to the, the world beyond our backyard. They're two, my girls are two and four right now, but to expose them to 
the world out there and for them to see that there are so many different uh, forms that work can take yeah. on and oh, in order that. to, you know, create that, that for them. Mm, oh, I get like a little choked up thinking about that. You know, it's what a, what a beautiful world that we live in that we get to hopefully live this example for our children and help them feel empowered and courageous and brave. And yeah, um, yeah, that's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. I get like goosebumps. <laughs> I, uh, one thing that I'll add is that I, you know, I talk about this in my book, Time Management Essentials, about how our purpose is, it's our vision and our values combined. And your values, those, you know, five to seven words that represent what matter most to us can be informed by your vision. And so two of my core values are courage and legacy. And when I think of showing this bigger world to my girls and being that example, that's courage and legacy embodied right there. And so it's connecting the vision to the values and then allowing all of it to serve as your North Star. Hey there, friend. I am so glad to have you here at the Empowered Self Summit, where we're ending the year strong with energy, intention, and focus through guilt-free self-care habits. But that's not where the support ends. I have something very special to share with you. Introducing the one-on-one coaching accelerator, a program that includes 12 weeks worth of 30-minute empowerment coaching calls, a private pod course with content dripped weekly, daily Voxer support for those crucial in-between moments, and weekly guided meditations and journal prompts to take your self-discovery to the next level. If you're someone who feels burnt out, exhausted, unsure of where to start, or even might feel a little selfish taking time for self-care, then you're in the right place. The one-on-one coaching accelerator will provide you with the education, inspiration, action plans, and unparalleled support to live by design and not by default. Let's create the time, space, and energy to invest in yourself again and step into a season where you feel your most vibrant. Let's spend the last few months of the year laying the runway from which you'll take off in the new year. But act quick, friend, because spots are limited. Simply follow the link in the show notes below by visiting misskatehouse.com slash coaching today. Don't miss this opportunity to step into the new year as your most empowered self. All right, friend, that is everything I have for you. Let's get back to the Empowered Self Summit. Mm, Oh, it's so beautiful. And so what would be your like final word of advice for once we've kind of clarified this vision, we've thought about our hundred dreams and we've, we've looked at some of the similarities and we've taken the time to do these core values even how do we keep this vision top of mind? Like what happens when we get into the holiday seasons? They say, we're talking about this vision for the end of the year. You know, we shorten the time frame. We're like, all right, we got three months left at the end of the year. How do we keep these intentions front of mind? So we're not like just falling into saying yes to everything or filling our schedules and then being like, I'm depleted. This is not how I wanted to feel. This was not the vision I had. You know, how right. do we um how do we hold ourselves accountable to keep that vision um in our mind's eye? Yeah. So you're right. We don't want to do all of this magnificent brainstorming and vision work and then just 
have it live in our head or live somewhere in the pages of one of our 14 notebooks that we have <laughs> lying around because that's not that's not helpful out of sight out of mind we need to keep this top of mind constantly i've got three different methods for keeping it top of mind and you can apply this to going into the holidays or you can apply it year round the first is to choose a word of the year and you can choose a word for the holidays, just like we were saying, what is that feeling that you want to have? Is it peace? Is it calm? Is it energy? Apply, creating, choosing a word of the year, a word of the month, whatever it is, and then keeping that word visible mm-hmm. uh, in a, in the journal that I've created for the members of my group coaching program, Next Level Life, the top of every single page says my word of the year is, because mm-hmm. how often do we create a word of the year that's meant to embody what we hope to create? And then we forget about it by February. Mm-hmm. So when you remind yourself every single day, my word of the year is strength or my word of the year is growth, you continuously find opportunities to lean into that word. So choose a word, whether it's a word of the year, word of the holiday season, a word of the summer, whatever it is, keep it posted, keep it visible. The next is to create a vision board. Um, I used to think that vision boards were hokey and silly and a waste of time until I created my very first vision board and began to see the things that I placed on it coming true. Mm. Buying a home, starting a family, paying off debt, building my business, cultivating friendships, finding my style. I remember that being one of the things I put on my very first vision board and all of it, creating the vision board, going through the process of deciding what the vision was, what images represent the vision, and then finding those images and collecting them um, on on a Canva template and keeping that vision posted in my closet so that I see it every single day, as well as on my extra monitor it's always visible. It's always there, almost taunting me. Like, are you live? Are you are you doing this <laughs> stuff? Are you making progress? Like you said you would. So that that's also helpful because having that visual representation in pictures brings it to life. And sometimes we just we almost need to see proof um, in order to increase that faith that we have in ourselves. And this vision board can serve as that. And then the last thing that I would encourage you to do is once you have, um, once you've created your vision, once you have articulated your core values to memorize them, memorize your core values. Mine are authenticity, courage, curiosity, intention, and legacy. I could tell Mm -hmm. you what they are in my sleep, but that didn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. I had to post them, um, Keep them again, keep them visible, just like a word of the year. So if you have core values that drive how you make decisions, put them on a post-it note, keep mm-hmm. it visible, write them on the inside page of your planner, put it wherever you need to see it. Because when you when you know those, when you have those, when they're yours, they're like your fingerprint, you can always call on those things and connect your decisions to those core values. Is mm-hmm. this, am I being authentic in this decision? Um, I'm afraid to do I'm a, this this decision is scary, but let's remember courage is something that I value. How can I be a better coach or a better friend or a better wife by being curious and asking mm. questions and trying to figure out what's on the other side instead of just taking things at face value or making assumptions? And then how can I, in everything that I do, 
create something that lasts longer than me, whether Mm -hmm. it's a business that outlives me or it is principles and values and um, love that my daughters have. You know, Mm -hmm. I grew up in a funeral home family. My stepdad is a funeral director. And as you can imagine, life when you grow up around death is a little bit different. Um, Kitchen table discussions over dinner were about who had recently passed away in our community. I grew up in a very small town where we knew everyone. And so it was someone's aunt had passed away or um, a high schooler was taken too soon. And when you grow up, surrounded by this reminder that life is fleeting and precious and we aren't promised tomorrow, it really makes you want to turn up the dial on intention. And (laughs) it almost makes me want to be like an intention bully to everybody else. (laughs) Like, no, you weren't promised tomorrow. Let's do this. Let's make these goals happen. Let's make a plan. Let's, Let's make this vision a reality. You deserve it. You can make it happen. Um, you know, it just kind of sets the tone and it that just becomes a part of who you are and how you show up. And so um, I hope that I have, you know, I hope that I am living a version of that vision that um, does make an impact, that does remind people to be intentional and to, um, you know, spend the the minutes and the hours that we've been given to their fullest and highest purpose. Mm. Oh, Anna, that's like such a beautiful mic drop moment right there. Well, as somebody who tunes into your podcast regularly, who's lucky enough to get to talk to you on a regular basis, I can say with absolute certainty that you're absolutely leaning into that (laughs) own personal sense of purpose of touching lives and encouraging others and, and being that person that just reminds us to, to claim some agency in our lives and to do it with a little bit of a sense of urgency, you know, like not to rush, but to know that the time isn't guaranteed. And (laughs) now knowing, you know, the the family conversations growing up, it makes so much sense to me. I'm like, of course you're the time and productivity expert. Like, of course, (laughs) you know, the value. Value of time. And so speaking of value and really spending our time well, I know that you have an incredible resource lined up for our listeners of the summit, the Heart Method Roadmap. So friends, we're going to put links to everything we're about to talk about below. So if you're in your car, don't worry, you can just click on it when you get to where you're going. But can you tell us a little bit about your Heart Method Roadmap? Sure. So I have found that just about every single time management and productivity challenge can be solved with five different elements. And what's amazing is that it actually spells heart, which Mm -hmm. blows my mind. Habits, energy, attention, recharge, and time. Mm just about any struggle that we come up with. Can we install a habit here? Can we rewire a habit? Can we create a routine in order to follow through with this? How is your energy? Are you trying to do something that is complex and difficult during your low energy time of day? How can we rearrange so that you can be a maker in the morning and a manager in the afternoon? Mm -hmm. When it comes to attention, we are pulled in so many different directions all throughout the day rest, recharge, recreation. We need all of those things to show up as our best self. And of course, time management. And so the heart method roadmap walks you through each step of living with heart and provides some really helpful tips for implementing um, each steps in each of those five, five pillars. 
Mm, that's amazing, Anna. And this is a free resource. So friends, if you're listening to this and you're like, Anna is incredible and I want to learn all the things from her, go and get that roadmap right away. And as we wrap up our conversation, where are all the places people can connect with you online? And again, friends, we are going to link to all of these below in the show notes. Well, I'll keep it simple and I'll invite you to tune in to It's About Time, my podcast about work-life and balance. Mm-hmm. Wherever you listen to podcasts, new episodes drop every single Monday with either um, a teaching style workshop kind of lesson from me or an interview to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. Because that peek behind the curtain to hear how people mm-hmm. are doing things is everything. Yeah. I also love to hang out over on Instagram. So go uh, go find me there. <laughs> I love it. Well, friend, if you enjoyed this episode and if you're still with us, I know that you did. Go find the It's About Time podcast. Follow the link below and make sure you leave Anna a five-star rating and maybe even drop a quick little review in there just singing her praises, thanking her for all that she does because those kinds of ratings and reviews mean so much to us podcasters. It's like what keeps me going on the days (laughs) that are hard. Yes. Well, Anna, thank you so much for your time today, for your incredible expertise and for being part of the Empowered Self Summit. Thank you so much. The pleasure is all mine. That brings us to the end of another Live by Design podcast episode. I had so much fun diving into today's topic with you, and I hope you're walking away with one action item that you're going to commit to implementing in your own life starting today. And speaking of implementing change in your own life, if you haven't already joined our free Facebook group, I would love for you to become a Live by Design podcast insider. You can get in community with other goal-getting women over at misskatehouse.com slash community, which is linked to below in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please take a second to subscribe to the Live by Design podcast wherever it is you tune into your shows. If you've enjoyed three or more of these content-packed episodes, I would be so, so grateful If you do me the favor of opening up Apple Podcasts on your smartphone, find the Live by Design podcast with me, Kate House, and leave a five-star rating for the show and a simple one to two sentence review. This is the kindest way you can thank me for hosting the show week after week, totally for free. And in doing so, you're actively helping me grow our community of women who are choosing to live by design and not by default. From the bottom of my heart, thank you, friend. And when you're ready to go to the next level, my website, misskatehouse.com, which is linked to below, holds everything you need to know about my one-on-one coaching options, the LBD Collective, the Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass, my upcoming summit, and even a bunch of free resources like the all-time fan favorite monthly habit tracker, which also comes with intention setting and monthly reflection prompts too. I'll be back in your earbuds again soon. And until that time, spread some joy, make someone smile.